Welcome to another episode of the Leadership Lay Bear podcast, an audio experience designed to decode leadership and inspire action. Being a forward-thinking leader and game changer, you've tuned in to discover pragmatic tips and hints on leadership from the very best leaders. Each episode is dedicated to sharing pragmatic stories from the field and more importantly, real examples of what successful leaders are actually doing to deliver at pace. With so much to share, let's hand over to your host, Graham Wilson. I'm really excited to welcome today's guest as she's on an amazing entrepreneurial journey. She's worked with leading fashion and sports brands, including the leisure maverick David Lloyd, where she was director of international property. She's a published author and national speaker on personal branding and women's self-confidence, supporting female empowerment both personally and in business. Her fashion brand was born out of a personal love of luxury women's wear and her vision to create a unique and decadent brand that is both beautifully British and internationally inspired. As a successful businesswoman and talented designer, she soon attracted high-profile fans of her stunning attire. Clearly a successful entrepreneur and leader, who I'm sure we can learn a great deal from. A warm welcome to today's guest, Julia Suzuki. So welcome to the show, Julia. It's delighted to have you on the show today because today's all about leadership and vitality. And our last session was all about leading with passion, wasn't it? And uh, this one's really about building on that and, and looking at resilience, but more importantly about vitality. So welcome to the show, Julia. Yeah, thanks, Graham. It's great to connect with you again in after this crazy, well, you know, we were, we were in lockdown last time, weren't we? Yeah, we're, yeah I think oh, was it. Gosh, we're still in lockdown now. Wow. So it's, I think yeah. it might have been even this time last year, maybe a bit little later in the year. But so, yeah, who would have thought it? I, I definitely thought it'd be like a few months and then six months. Then I, I didn't think it's going to be a year. So here we yeah. are. And I guess vitality is such an important thing these days, isn't it? Where, you know, we are, you know, gone through a crisis mode, still going through a crisis and, and people, you know, generally feeling a little bit down, aren't they? So, yeah, and, and I know you've got a, a busy, busy uh, business life, haven't you? You're a full-on entrepreneur, aren't you, with fashion business. You've got your, your books. You've got your audio recordings. You're part owner of a property development business, aren't you, with your son? Is that right, I think, as well? So you invest yeah. in that as well. So you're a busy, busy life. How, how do you keep your, your vitality so high? Because that's one of the things I know whenever I work with you, I always feel energized after I've spoken to you. So what are, what are your secrets, Julie? What can you share with people around how you maintain your vitality well yeah um like you said mental fitness um is so important especially at the moment um and um as, you know for busy people entrepreneurs when time is limited it's so easy for that to slip mm. and uh, you know sort of health we the cliches health is the is the is the wealth and um so for me it's about balance um, but also not being a bore with that because there's so many people could say, oh yeah, let's just eat, you know, lettuce and, you know, tomatoes <laughs> and all the rest of it. Um, so I just try and make sure I, for me, it's a daily thing. I have to do it daily, um, mm -hmm. my practice. And if I don't like everybody, um, you know, I, I don't always manage that, but I have to come back to it. Otherwise, you can, you know, you can go into a dark place. Um, your mind starts to work overtime. So I've found the certain techniques work for me. They're not all for everybody, but if you can find those, you know, what the, the you can cherry pick, cherry pick out. Couple of, couple of important points there, Julie, about about being real. I guess you know we can 
obviously we need discipline, don't we, to to raise our vitality? Because I always think about you know things I think about vitality are things like obviously diet is an important thing, but sleepers as well, isn't it? And exercise and movement and, and mindfulness. So a number of things that we talk about, yeah, you know, when we're teaching resilience in, in Wabazugi, but I guess you've got to be real, haven't you? And, and another point you made there was around, you know, you will slip, you have moments, but be okay with that. Um, but overall, create a lifestyle that that works for you. So that that point you you made there about, you know, everyone wants probably wants or needs a different diet, don't they, for example, or likes yeah. different types of exercise. So finding a way that works for you is, is key. It, very much so. Um, it was funny because I, I was chatting to a weightlifter <laughs> quite recently. As you do. <laughs> Random. I was chatting to a weightlifter and I said, like, just how do you stick to such a, you know, your diet? Mm. Um, and um, he says, to be honest, it makes me really unhappy because I'm d- constantly deprived. Really? <laughs> and, you yeah. know, miserable and starving. But then, you know, he's developed this thing where he has like a cheat night every week, like a Friday night. Mm. And then he'll just indulge. Because if you didn't allow yourself that, um, what's the point? You know, I, life is a series. I always use it. You know, we it's all about the now moments mm. and not in them, in the chase. You know, we're all chasing on more, more money or this or that. But I don't want to lose my now moments because like you said earlier, mm. um, just before we started this podcast, we just don't know when might be our last now moment. Um, That's true. And and um so you know I, I kind of like to think with within the next half an hour even how can I do this how can I do my cause and sit in a spot where you know that I'm looking over the nice you know the lakes where I I, mm. I live at the moment and it's just about being kind to yourself and good to mm. yourself um but like I said yeah definitely balance um and not you know being too kindness has got to start within and if you've um I always say people are very unkind to others. Goodness knows what they like to themselves. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah. Kindness is key, isn't it? And I guess I've seen that as well, where you've got people who um, almost like become obsessive, don't they, with their, the apps and the macros and the diets and the foods and they're checking every calorie and all that stuff. And it just becomes, I don't know, too much effort, I guess, isn't it, I guess? for yeah. And it's not real. So, yeah, trying to, trying to find that balance, right, between you know, eating healthily, doing the exercise doing the nutrition but but actually having a life as well yeah and and it's the the key word i think that springs to mind is um is momentum as well mm. um i think you i think i've heard you talk about this when you repeat something i think it's 30 days and then you it gains momentum new a new momentum um very much so uh it's difficult in the beginning but it's like thoughts. If you start thinking negative thoughts, they grab hold of you and then they, they go from this hour into the next hour and um, the next day and, and then you can end up depressed and all the rest of it. So this is why I said it for me. It, it's kind of a daily practice, even if it's half an hour and I'll get on my yoga mat mm. or do meditation and just grab that little piece of time where I can um, with candles or, you know, my incense Um but like I said, that's a new move for me. I wasn't as spiritually based in my mental fitness as I am now. And I found a huge amount of peace with that. My mm. anxiety levels have reduced dramatically. Yeah. Because you can combine, can you, the exercise with the mindfulness. Um, then 
yeah, that's gonna that's gonna really work in it in a holistic way. Uh, then fits into your diet and your movement and so like. So so it does yeah. it does work. Because I know that's something that you've been studying an awful lot, haven't you, over the last uh, few years, really. And yeah, aiming for that. That what's it called? Is it a yogi master? Whatever it, whatever it is called. <laughs> I don't know what's called in that world. But that whole yeah. thing. I know. Um, we've also talked before around the importance of the environment. Yeah, and you talked there about getting the environment right, getting the candles oh, right. Yeah the right music get the right ambiance in the area and i know where, where you are you've got most amazing views over over lakes haven't you so getting that I, environment right as well isn't it environment is so important to me um and decluttering and, mm. and clean and fresh and i've got plants you know that oxygenate the room i researched certain ones that give put more into okay. more space um and then scents and all the rest of it. So my working environment, particularly, you know, with working from home in the last 12 months, um, that, that's, yeah, I, it, it's it's kind of, every, people may be affected differently, but being an empath and quite sensitive, yeah, like it to be just so. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You're the same. You're a bit OCD from behind your... <laughs> I, like, I, think, your I, think, yeah, I think for me, it's like trying to get a healthy balance because, you know, I, I think that decluttering is really important. Isn't it? I always think, you know, if if the place is messy, then my mind's messy. Exactly. So if I can, if I can, you know, create an environment where I can live in it, but but I I I can manage it as well. So if it starts to, I always know when I'm stressed because I start tidying things up. You know, it's funny you saying that. I sometimes I'll be like, I'm going to have an hour clean because I'm stressed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's true it's good afterwards <laughs> i can't so, cope anymore yeah, yeah. Funny, isn't it? How, how how that i mean I no idea in terms of the deepness of, of what that really means but i think i think it's true though and when you declutter things and you know like you know you're working destiny if it's really messy then then you can't i for me personally i can't think straight so I like to clear like i like the minimalist sort of type of view of things and yeah and getting things right. so even things like you know trying to not have things in line of sight so you're not distracted by things as well yeah yeah, yes that's the one place i'm not tidy funny enough is my desk so (laughs) when i I differ there um i need everything spread out otherwise i'll forget it's not i'm because i'm create you know creative with the design and everything um but it does get tidied up after After, yeah i'm obviously I like to have things spread out on white walls and stuff like that so I can get oh, the connection. Yeah, Definitely, I love yeah. my whiteboards. That's the thing. That is my that's if I could say one thing that really helps my mental or my vitality or my mental state, it's my it's my whiteboard. Cause it enables me to take out what's in my mind and put it there in front of me. And that's kind of healing and cathartic because mm. I'm I'm not going to miss it. I can see it. And I tend to manifest from it. Yeah. And it put targets on it, on there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's probably well, my... Well, I look at that. It's a bit like, um, you know, if everything's gone on in your head, it's a bit like a computer with too many programs open. It just Yeah. So that whole piece of, of offloading onto a whiteboard, because it almost like gives you that space. And, okay, i got space now in my head to think about other things, which gets the balance right. And, and you're right, I think, because it does quite because i've got a couple of whiteboards in the room where i am now and and uh they trigger off thoughts don't they you just catch it that's interesting that the idea there with an idea of they've combined those two together that makes a really great yeah. idea. so yeah. i think you're right on that and 
I, I'm a big fan of agile planning boards as well, where you've got all your little projects, you know, and, and you can so up, try to get it out of your head to allow yeah. space for mindfulness then, doesn't it really? Because trying to quiet the brain down, I think is, is an important thing. And I was doing a session on Friday with a senior management team and, and we were talking about, you know, back-to-back meetings and how busy they are and, and they work in the health sector. And I say, so, you know, have you ever had like silent meetings? And I said, what do you mean? I said, well, you know, do you build reflection into your meeting agendas or do you, do you have time where you stop and just walk or think about it for a little while before? Oh, no, we haven't got time for that. And I thought it was really, really interesting the way that they've got on this busy hamster wheel and thinking, mm. exhausting, you know, back-to-back stuff like that where they're not actually offloading stuff. It's all going on in their heads. And, you know, it's no, that could become That could become, you know, if they're not careful, if people aren't careful when they overload themselves and then you end up having a breakdown and then, you know, or becoming ill and then completely not being able to be productive. Interesting what you just said about um, going for walks. Um, There's a, there's a a lady that I work with owns a magazine um, group, but now that I've moved, I'm very near to her. So We've been having these walk and talk meetings and we've come up with some amazing ideas. Right. So, um, I think, right. I think it changes, doesn't it? There's what there's um, a discipline in Japan, isn't it? What's it called? Forest, forest bathing, I think they call it, where getting out in nature and going to forests is, is a way yeah. to you know, trigger the brain to think differently and calm down. But I think when the, the physical act of walking, it triggers off different parts of the brain, doesn't it? To actually to I think, think so. Different. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I'm sure you've come up with, I bet you've walked for miles and miles and no idea how far you've walked, have you? Because you've been just no, well, ideas we, off each other. <laughs> oh, yeah, we checked back on the app and she never walked before. Wow. And she's like, not really, she'd like yeah. to do anything. She'd just hop in her car, you know, and uh, she, oh, my goodness, I've just done this, this and this. <laughs> um, you know, so that's great. It's really funny. I've got to tell you a quick story. Um, we There's some lovely walks around sort of by the canal, but... We ha- we just head out and she said, oh, just half an hour. We ended up two hours into the journey. Wow. And we met these other two girls really? and they were chat- chatting to us and they had these Costa coffee cups because there's a Costa sort of yeah. takeaway on the way. And I, was, uh, and I looked at them. I thought, there's no way there's coffee in that. There are two, te- two local teachers and the highlight of their week was going for this walk. Prosecco and gin <laughs> in the bag. <laughs> Fantastic. And they were absolutely <laughs> sloshed. <laughs> and my and like my friend Mel was like, "Oh, that's us next time." I says, "No, no, we won't be doing that." Well, it's okay might- now and again, and that is okay for just uh, off off low, but not not habitually, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I think it was a weekly event for them. But <laughs> now, um, no, uh, although we might come up with some better ideas, of course. Um, yeah, yeah. Although I don't drink at all, really. I don't. I've yeah. stopped that. Um, uh, oh, I have never been a big drinker, but mm. I get so much, f- you know, from from the yoga, Graham. I, I, can't, I mean, you, you, have you immersed in yoga much yet? I've done a little bit, and I keep saying to myself, you know, as I'm getting older, I need to do more and more. As my body's getting stiffer and stiffer, I need to, but not just for the for the exercise, but for the for the mindfulness stuff as well. So definitely, it's yeah. So we, I've been focusing on um, what's called Yin Yoga, which is um, a still form um, right. where you hold poses for a, l- a length of time um, right. and it's quite I mean it's quite re- restorative it's restorative it's yeah. uh, restores you and the euphoria that I feel afterwards you know when people say it, it's 
you know you get drunk to get high it's almost like a drunk kind of feeling mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so anybody um i would advise anybody just to try it you don't have to put yourself in like a contortionist you do whatever's comfortable with you, for you it's your body it's your journey mm -hmm. It's no mm. pressure and we have blankets and mm. um it's just yeah that's my latest kind of indulgence i see it as self-luxury really yeah. self-care it's really interesting because i remember years ago someone talking to me around sharing insights around emotion and, and what is emotion and they were talking about emotion is is energy in the body in motion and i thought oh, i not really thought about it that way and he said yeah. the problem is what happens is that without us knowing about it, it gets locked in. So mm -hmm. quite often our aches and pains aren't actually physical things. They're emotion, they're things that stresses and strains it's throughout stored. the day and problems that are being locked in the body. So by moving your body in certain ways, you then start to you know, move that energy and release it from the body. And, and I thought that's really fascinating because I always remember in my younger days, you know, playing a lot of rugby and, and thinking on a Sunday, okay, well, I was bruised and battered, but I'd feel fantastic because I'd actually got rid of all that emotion and stress throughout the yes, week. Yes, yeah, that's by, so true. By, by doing the sport. And I think, yeah, I think that movement element is is so important. If you And I often think about people, particularly this last year, who have been sat in front of their computers you know, for mm -hmm. long periods of times, very static, and obviously looking at Zoom calls and things like that, but not actually moving. And I think, wow, you know, there must be so much, partly probably because some of the mental health stuff that we're seeing in there, in the press and the social media now that's coming through maybe because people actually aren't moving enough and aren't doing things okay. like yoga and the, the movement getting out walking into nature things like that because we're sat in front of our computers all day that's that is very true and um it's it's a wise choice to make sure you what well, we're coming out of it now hopefully yeah, but hopefully. Touch wood. spend those two hours or that one or two hours a day get getting getting out um like you said it just frees that frees that that headspace but of course when you get into a really um look life isn't perfect and I don't want to be like oh happy days and fairies with this about the yoga because we do have to work around people live around people that we can't escape especially in the workplace or even family mm. um that can affect our vibration um it's easier, I suppose, for us if we're self-employed because we could kind of choose that. But, you know, there's people in the workplace or leaders that have got employees or other associates. And it's also, you know, I've been really working on how how you deal with that nemesis that arrives. You know, there's always that one person, isn't there, that you cannot work mm. out or cannot always almost feel you feels there to kind of challenge you and test you. Um, and I'd be interested to see your take on that, Graham. What would you do in that situation where someone is unavoidable and they're really affecting your vibe? Yeah, I guess, I suppose that's coming from you as an empath, I guess, isn't it, as well? And, and that's obviously yeah. where you can take on energy. So so I think for me is, you know, the couple of things there around is, you know, focus on what you're in control of was the first thing that's come to mind. And, you know, my, my, my whole belief around it is that, you know, if you can build mental toughness, then that whole concept between stimulus and response where, you know, people can do things, you know, and you get these uh, people that are, I don't know, mood hoovers, aren't they? Or energy suckers, yeah. whatever you want to call them, that, that just like, oh, my word, it's really tough. 
the, the easy way is to remove them out of your life, I guess. But yes. I guess in the work environment, the work environment, you can't always do that, can you? you you're obviously with a, with a team or whatever. So I think you've got to protect yourself. And, and I always imagine like this magical bubble that's around me that says, you know, no one can really impact me. It's always my choice. So that thing about stimulus and, and response is, is really key. And I think life-changing, you know, if you, if you can think about, you know, if you're in a meeting where, you know, you're feeling the anger coming up in your body, then actually it's not the other person that's causing that. It's yeah. your choice to that response. So I, I can't mm-hmm. change the person in front of me, but what I can do is change my response to it. So as you say, you're in sport, focus on the controllables, isn't it? So understanding where they're coming from, perhaps using a bit of empathy about why, why are they being like that? What's going on there? Trying to understand first helps me uh, to protect myself. And I'm thinking, well, you know, you can't, you know, you can't make me really angry because, you know, it's down to me. It's my choice. Yeah. So I think that that mental toughness and, and not saying that it works all the time, by the way, there are times where I want to offload a little bit, but obviously not onto them, but find other ways to release that. that, that yes. Thing. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I think the first, in the moment is, you know, the whole breathing stuff, isn't it? I think that's something around yoga, isn't it? Around, you know, we're never taught how to breathe properly, are we? And I think that was a revelation for me when we started to study the, the research around heart math and around, you know, heart breathing and, and breathing properly and, you know, using diaphragm you know, breathing and being able to control the physiology inside the body through your breath, I think is yes. so, so important. And I think, you know, we should teach that to our kids. And you know, I've seen where, you know, when, when kids get stressed, of course, it, it switches off the thinking part of the brain, which is what you need at school. So I don't know why we don't teach that, you know, at primary school and uh, infant school and secondary school and universities to help help students get into the learning zone, which is, you know, controlling the physiology and creating a positive state and I think yeah that's very that. very good point actually and obviously breathing is kind of the foundation of yoga yeah. um with there's all kind of different t- styles we you know we do with to release negativity and stuff um so um yeah back to that point about you know certain individuals it's it's limiting your time around them I suppose as well yeah. that you can and also um, just checking in on yourself and seeing, like, is there something that they're bringing up in me? You know, like, yeah. is there, <laughs> and all of that. Um, well, what the tri- I mean, that's the whole emotional intelligence and self-awareness yeah. and, and understanding what, what triggers. I mean, I, I've been triggered by people who, um, cut a long story short, where I've been working with people who've looked like a teacher from many, many years ago who I didn't like in school. <gasps> and I've been affected by that and not knowing until I've understood that actually – Oh, that person looks like your old teacher, and they go, "Wow, yeah." Wow. So, so it's not it's not them at all. Yeah, it's my my trigger or my response that's going on there. And so, the, the, there's amazing things there when you start to become self aware. So, I think reflection, I think, is important. So, I always think that's an important part of vitality, isn't it? Around you know, having that quiet time and, and mindfulness and reflection, and and just you know thinking through what what's actually happening. You know, where am I? What's going on? What's coming up for me? That whole mindfulness piece, I think, is. I'm not saying you need to go for, you know, ten day Vespasana retreats and stuff like that, but but I think getting some quiet in your day, I think, is really, really important. Yeah, for, for sure. Um, and being true, to, like you say, being true to yourself, and yeah. um, you know, like again, I I think when I've always been this way in Colombia, even more with the yoga, is like acting out of my own integrity. Um towards others Mm. um not because of who they are but because of who i am 
Um, and then not wanting to have all those nasty chemicals in your body when you're angry and this and that, the other, because you know, sort of the imprint that that has on you and your health later yeah. down the line. And, you know, we know that people that get angry and, um, oh, I mean, almost as well, Graham, let's say if you treat people badly, um, um, and stuff, the karmic imprint that that leaves on you, I'm going to call it karmic imprint. Yeah. Um, yeah. um, I do believe it's very real and, and in the same, you know, you will be taxed for that. You will pay for that as a soul down the line. I've seen it play out so many times in the same way that we're play, paying as as a, a country or as a world, let we say, for the imprint of our karma in the way we've treated the world badly. Um, so, you know, and this, you know, now we're through the COVID, we're all learning about sustainability and all the rest of it. Um, so I do hope that people are becoming more aware of their actions towards each other and to the world at the same time. Um, so true. I mean, I always talk about, you know, behavior breeds behavior. So if you're in a leadership role and you're leading a team or an organization, then quite often people are behaving the way that you behave. And, and we, we've also, everyone who's had kids will know that there are times in your life where you're, you're having a moment with, with one of your children and you're actually almost like giving them some advice or even telling them off, let's say, for something that you would do. <laughs> and it, yes. it's, it's so true. And, and that, that whole behavior breeds behavior, I think, is a, is a great concept. <laughs> you think about, well, what behavior do I need? So yeah, if I'm exhausted and tired and, and haven't got any energy and got no vitality, then I'm going to transmit across that, you know, across the rest of the organization. So how do I how do I as a leader get the energy I need and the vitality and the positivity I need to, to really project this across, you know, in, in times of crisis, you've got to step up, haven't you? And I think having a, a way of working, you mentioned there about momentum. And I think the, the trick for momentum is, is how you start that, that wheel rolling that it gets faster and faster. It's, it's hard to start with, as you yes. said, but eventually, you know, you will turn that into a, a habit, won't you? A way of working. So, oh. you know, the, yeah, people will be doing more yeah, walking meetings for example they will bring in time for quiet after meetings i always say you know if you if you're in meetings then you need at least 15 minutes to half an hour after the meeting and probably the same time before a meeting to get yourself you know in the right zone uh, before and then afterwards to reflect on the meeting to get ready for the next one and we just don't do those sort of things and they won't that won't change unless we take control and we start to turn those into habits and ways of working. Because when we mm. do that, then it'll just be a natural way of doing it. Who is the famous entrepreneur that um, is the guy from Amazon, isn't it? Um, that only works, only has meetings in the morning, I believe. Or there's one of them. Jeff, yeah, Jeff Bessos, isn't it? I think, yeah, I think, I think he, he's, he's really cool, isn't he, about and, and he often, um, he does this silent meeting concept as well, where he'll give people uh, reports to read. Uh, yeah. Yes. And they'll read it in the meeting because... Uh -huh. That, that whole concept of just a bit of quiet time, I think, is, is mm. really important rather than trying to, you know, talk and read and, and you know, get to a, a bad outcome. Because most people forget, don't they, you know, in terms of leadership, you know, you spend a lot of time leading through meetings, unfortunately. That's the way it is, um, particularly at the moment when we're, we're sort of in remote, you know, sort of situations and working from home and stuff like that, where people forget the most important thing is what happens after the meeting, you know, oh. not the meeting itself. Oh. So, oh, yeah. how, how do people to feel at the end of the meeting is probably the most important bit, not 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 sort of uh, yeah how much stuff we get through on the agenda sort of thing, and, and people forget that, don't they? So that, there's oh, a, yeah. 
little tweaks and little little changes we can make. And I think you were talking before there, isn't it, around you know, making sure you've got the right diet in place. You've you've got this whole way of working. And I know for you, yoga is is, is key, isn't it? And and that works for you because that combines the exercise and movement. Yeah, you know, when we say exercise, I think I think an often mistake is particularly when you've got you know these alpha people, male or female, who they take up exercise, but they got to be the best, haven't they? Uh, oh and, yeah. And that and they just actually create more stress, don't they? <laughs> exactly. Vitality, you know. And they make the other people feel bad. I always think um, to be an inspirational leader, it's not what you can do. It it should be what you can help other people do. Yeah. And these are the people that I admire. Um, like when I go back to the yoga class, you know, I I won't be there doing the whole class myself. I'll be adjusting my yeah. clients, you know, and yeah. all the rest of it, my private clients that I work with. Um, and, yeah, I, I, I know people like this and you do, and you're like, oh, I've just been out for a two-hour run. And I'm yeah. like, <laughs> oh, you know, what, you, is that is a human being, is that, good yeah. thing for a human being to be doing <laughs> you know yeah it's like the, the classic sort of oh uh, yeah uh, i was up at four o'clock in the morning i've done a marathon and now i start work and i'm going to work till 10 o'clock at night and i'm going to repeat it again thing and again that's just a recipe for disaster isn't it at the end of the day isn't it and um, yeah so one of the guys i work with who's a, a dietitian and and uh he does a lot about aesthetics and how people look and stuff like that as well and it's one of the first thing he does is actually get them to do less exercise often particularly if they got the sort of you know the the alpha um sort of approach where you know you've got to be you know running 400 miles a day sort of type rubbish and things like that where um he said like yeah let's you know less is more yeah so Definitely. Actually, and of course what what they're doing without realizing it is they're sending their body into the stress response all the time aren't they the cortisol uh, gets released yeah. and all the rest of it and I think it's something like 80% is your diet anyway and 20% is your exercise. Yeah. And especially as you get older, I hate to say it, but you know, the body response responds to um burns fat much better if you're brisk, you're walking in a brisk yeah. manner. Um my a friend of mine, Jamie Bolsh, that was, you know, the the sprint oh, yeah. champion. Yeah. Um he does a lot of power walking now and he'll do his his chats in the morning his facebook lives and all the rest doing that and you know he he abs- absolutely um you know is vouches for it he thinks it's the best way to keep your fat level content down yeah. whereas running um i mean they even say sometimes can store fat around the middle and all the rest of mm. it because your body's in shock yeah if you enjoy if you enjoy running then great because it's all about the joy if it works for you and you enjoy it and it's your thing do it do it but don't do it if it's painful and you really don't want to do it you know it's so true and it's about it's how you feel doing that exercise is probably the the crux because if you're feeling good then the body's going to produce the the happy drugs in it and the the positive drugs it's not going to be stressed but if you're constantly trying to break your body down and go in excess then you know you are going to as you say create this stress response which actually yeah, I'm now going to store, you know, store more fat. And, and as you're right, as we get old, older, of course, not that we're get, getting older in any way, but <laughs> we, uh, it takes longer to recover as well, doesn't it? So, you know, doing yeah. exercise every day is probably not the right thing to do. Maybe you do some exercise and you have a, a lighter day where you're just doing walking or yeah. um, doing some stretching or whatever, or some yoga and things like that. And then you do it again, sort of thing. So I think 
we, we tend to forget that you know, the recovery is just as important as the exercise as well, isn't it? And, and if you're never building any recovery in, then you're constantly stressing the body. And it's okay if you want to be an Olympic athlete and that's your job, that's okay because that's scientific and, and you, you design. But even then, yeah. they spend a lot of time, don't they, recovering, you know? And- they, they do. And um, I did read a report once that said uh, that people that do sports at a really high level for a long time have a shorter lifespan. I think you'll find if you Google yeah. that. I don't know why that is. Well, they, um, they the Japanese or Chinese believe it's around the heart has only so many beats. Oh, yeah. Like that. Is it? I yeah. Think it's so, right. yeah, you're constantly yeah, getting your heart rate. You know, Olympic athletes around 200 or whatever it is, it's going to be <laughs> short. I, but it, I it, played that game. Yeah. I do that, Graham, with how many nights I've got left. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I go like, oh, my God, in 10 years, it's 3,000 nights. Really? And then in wow. 30 years, it's 9,000, whatever it is. I'm yeah. like, I've only got 9,000 nights left. I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not going to waste it, worry uh, make, make the most of it. Yeah, definitely. I think, I think it, you know, a lot of um, things like diabetes, I, I know a lot of uh, athletes struggle, don't they, once they retire and the fact that they've been pushing their body so hard for so long that the body you know, can't, can't actually cope with that. And I think, as you rightly said, a lot of them are now realizing, aren't they, that they now need to, in their later lives, you know, they've been elite athletes all life, Pain but now they it. need to change Pain. the way they're doing things as they get older. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, there's, in terms of going back to our subject of vitality in full circle, um, you know, leadership, entre- entrepreneurialism, all the rest of it, you know, th- there's no way, there's no wealth greater than your health, but there's no wealth greater than doing what you love. Mm. And if you love what you do and you feel good doing it, then it's going to be pumping all those good hormones through your body. And so I think that's really, for me, what vitality is, whether it's playing golf or for you, driving a car, um, ensuring you get those foods into you that sort of what I said to you, high vibration, um, which is not cooking everything to kill the life out of it. Um, Sunlight, like we said, because it's um, Mm. vitamin D. It's common, common sense and, you know, 80% goodness, 20%, you know, just so you yeah. don't get bored. Because yeah, yeah. being yeah. bored, that can create a whole momentum of depression. Yeah. And, um, you know, you, you, you don't want to be, be dull and boring, definitely. So that, I think what we're, we're saying there, isn't it, is you've got to find a way that works for you. Um, you know, do the research think about the components I always think about, you know, the diet, you know, the movement, the exercise, the mindfulness stuff. And, and if you can find a way that gives you joy, because uh, yeah. you know, I, you know, I, I enjoy, I enjoy eating. Uh, and I, I always see, you know, food for me is about fuel. I've, I've sort of made that transition yeah. about, you know, energizing the body, but, but I enjoy the, you know, the connection, the conversation, a good meal. Uh, I think that's, you know, that's really, really important. So yeah, rather than trying to, you know, I'm, yeah, into weighing. I've seen people weighing broccoli, for example. I think that's when it starts to get. Oh get, no! So I've seen in my, in my younger climbing days where you see you know, no about the power to weight ratio, and, and you see yeah people thinking, "Oh, I've had too much broccoli today," and thinking, "Oh goodness grief, you know, it's going a bit too fine." Yeah. But um, it yeah, changes that, as well. It changes, yeah. Graham. Like you know, like I'll do maybe go for a month intensive yoga, and then I'll I'll just it, the summer months hit, and I'll just hike all day it's like mix it up and yeah. just understand that like every yeah. day is different like every hour is different Absolutely. um 
but it's all it's about you know self-care is doing what makes you feel good that mm. you know is good for you yeah definitely yeah I know um yeah a lot of people like dancing don't they and uh, they go out there and, and get a bit of movement that way and express themselves and yeah I, I think yeah exercise we often think about running don't we and going to the gym and obviously I know you, that you know David Lloyd was uh, gyms were a big part of your life in previous experiences but they're great, aren't they? But you, there are lots of other ways you can get exercise. Can you? I love nature's gym. I love getting out into nature, and I find that works for me. I, yeah, me I still too. go to gyms. I've got a me gym too. in the house here, but but I think that I, I think a, the big thing for me I found is I like variety. If I'm doing the same yeah. things over and over again, I get a little bit bored. So exactly. trying to find lots of different things that, that work for you and just keeping the body moving. I was you know thinking today I was you know just things like you know cut the grass of the day for the first time. I thought wow. Yeah. Yeah, I did like something like 10,000 steps, you know, <laughs> I think just cutting the grass and thinking, well, I not really thought about that as exercise, but getting out in the garden, doing gardening is, and stuff like that is good, isn't it? And things like that. And so I, th- I think there are yeah, lots of ways. I think the, the trick to it is vitality piece is a recognize it's really, really important. You know, leadership, isn't it? It's about, it's about energy. So, you know, to lead others, you've got to lead yourself first. Um, if you're constantly giving energy to other people, then, you know, what are you putting back in there? But almost like you have vitality as a goal. You have it on your whiteboard there, isn't it? What, what am I doing you know, this week, this month to make sure I'm restoring my body that, that is giving me the energy that I can do to sustain performance at a high level? I guess that's that's where we're coming from. And I love your concept there of finding things you love to do. I think that's the secret, isn't it? Absolutely. Like you said, if it, whether it's painting um, yeah. or what, whatever puts you on in your vortex should we call it like that's a bit of um, a, a modern cool world to yeah. use but you're in your happy place yeah um is 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 the key to it i think you've hit it the nail on the head with that last summary graham um fantastic well it's been wonderful talking to you we, we could talk for hours can we we've nearly took an hour already so oh no <laughs> <laughs> we could carry on i'm sure we'll do other other podcasts and we'll carry on our conversations but it's been Really wonderful getting some insights uh, from you, Julia, about how you manage your busy life and how you balance this whole thing around, you know, having a fashion empire and, you know, doing all uh, the story uh, books. And I think there's a film being made, isn't there, at the moment? Well, I'd like, I'd like to hope so. Let's see what COVID... Let's see what comes in. <laughs> I don't know. At the moment, um, with everything going on, I don't think people... Um, know what's going on with business quite yet with timings because yeah. um, out out in America they're, they're, it's as crazy as it is here but yeah, yeah let's see what I'm, I'm hopeful for the future with everything and love what I do so lovely thanks Julie it's been a pleasure as always thanks Graham a big thank you for listening to the Leadership Laid Bear podcast with me Graham Wilson for more information on our guest leader and to find out how we can support you check out the links in the description And look out for our next Leadership podcast. Remember, Leadership is all about taking action. Make sure you connect and apply the lessons learned. Have fun and bye for now.